Welcome to Facebook for the Blind, your look at the downfall of Western civilization through the best memes we can find each week. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the time we like to celebrate Facebook for the Blind, a show for the visually and Facebook impaired. I'm your humble host, Eric, and uh, how's everybody doing? Good. Let's get to the news. It has been a doozy, gotta tell you. Uh, COVID deaths this week uh, just exceeded 385,000, and that means that we've now beaten the record uh, set in 2020 of 385,000. So, yay! Uh, we're on our way to the championships. Cubaca, uh, friend of the show, Cubaca, he uh, got sentenced to 41 <laughs> months in jail. So that was, you know, neat. Is he a friend of the show? <laughs> a friend of the show. Cubaca Shaman. shaman? <laughs> Everybody's a friend of the show. Uh, all right, man. Talk. <laughs> uh, Kyle. Fucking Kyle. We'll get to him later, I'm sure. Uh, I, I don't know what else. I, uh, there was a lot of theater this week. Uh, a lot of death, a lot of theater. Um, hey, in other news, though, you know what? Uh, uh, like 60 some <clears throat> years ago, uh, the Rocky and Bullwinkle show. <laughs> that, that, the Rocky and Bullwinkle show was new. People dug it. Can I? I'm not sharing this right at all. I'm going to stop this share because I'm not doing it right. You guys don't care. Rocky and Bullwinkle, one of the parts of my, my past childhood, was wonderful. It was 61 years old. Uh, it was criticized uh, by some as being a really well-written radio show with pictures. And I wanted to relate that because I thought that could be a new stretch goal for Facebook for the blind. <laughs> really, good, really good radio show with pictures. Uh, our favorite senator, Adam Kinzinger, uh, who's a Republican, so it's weird. Uh, he, uh, he, he tweeted about uh, Liz Cheney because uh, Liz Cheney brought the heat on Ted Cruz. I don't know if you know this, but uh, Ted uh, <clears throat> accusing everybody, including Liz Cheney, of Trump derangement syndrome and said that, that Liz was broken by Trump. And Liz Cheney, a sitting congressperson, quipped back, Trump broke Ted Cruz. A real man would be defending his wife and his father and the Constitution. Woo. I know, that's pretty funny for a Republican. So uh, next off, uh, another historic moment. Uh, Kamala Harris, first woman, first woman of color to hold presidential power for about three hours during a colonoscopy this week. I know there's a poop joke in there, but I just couldn't find it. Uh, <laughs> Let's see. And uh, closing out, because uh, the boys tell me that I always do absolutely terrible news and that I really have to close with something fun. Uh, this is just a headline that spoke to me this week. Uh, this is zoo separates parrots, five parrots after they were caught encouraging each other to swear at guests. And that was uh, posted in the Center for American Progressives, correcting the record with guillotines and captioned become ungovernable. That goddamn right <laughs> was the news for November 22nd, 2021. I am joined by my lovely co-host Andrew Shanklin and quiet Michael Labune. Andrew, you got some you got some funny memes for us. I do, I have memes. <clears throat> um let's see here. The first one is um I've been seeing this one kind of pop up, this format, and I like it, which is uh it's like a guy and a girl in a car, and the guy always says something and then the the girl says something and then they kiss. So he says, want to watch me smoke weed and play a one player video game until I pass out. And then the girl is like, I was worried you would never ask. And then they kiss. <laughs> and it's just such a like 
funny, like never, no one would ever say that exchange. Um, <laughs> this is a Kirby with a heart above him and it has a ham sickle in it. And it says communism will win in bubble font. So <laughs> this one's just kind of a fun aesthetic. Uh, never forget that in Beyblade Canon, Moses parted the Red Sea with a Beyblade. And it's a Beyblade is an anime that's about battling tops that are imbued with the spirit spirits. And anyway, this picture is a still from the Beyblade show where Moses is parting the Red Sea with a spinning top. Um uh this one is it's like a new yorker style cartoon where it's like these two guys are looking at like a world that's very geometric and like there's all kinds of like fibonacci sequences and stuff and it says i'm finding these drugs a bit mathy <laughs> i've smoked that weed uh this is um a norman rockwell painting but it's all gritties except for the turkey, which has Kyle Rittenhouse's crying face on it. So it's Gritty serving Kyle Rittenhouse as a turkey to a table full of Gritties. Gritty being the mascot of the, the Flyers, who's become a leftist icon. Um, I think I've shared this one before, but it's Grimace, and he's picking up a kid to like kiss him on the head, but it looks like he's eating him. And it just says, slow, heavy metal music playing. <laughs> Grimace looks so angry. Grimace, yeah. uh, this is um, that one painting that's always used for the Romantic period. Um, I forget what it's called, but it's Garfield superimposed over the guy looking out over like I forget mountains or the ocean, whatever it is. It goes, Do not kill the part of you that is cringe. Kill the part of you that cringes. This is uh, SpongeBob as a clown, and it says. How I look when I reply instantly, knowing damn well I'm not going to get a reply until three hours later. Kind of an incel meme here. <laughs> um, and then I'll end on this one for this group. It's uh, Tony Soprano. And then it has the fallout <laughs> thing in the top left where it says, you have become addicted to gobble ghoul. Kind of a fried <laughs> All right. So that's my first round. Pretty fast. Very nice. I uh, I want to go on record as saying that I'm light on memes tonight, so I'm only what? doing nine memes per round instead of my normal ten. So wow! <laughs> All right, here we go. We're off for round one. Uh, this I thought was just absolutely perfect. It was from a like I follow this. I'm part of a lot of Twitters, but this one's weird Christian Twitter. It's like hard left uh, progressive Twitter, uh, but Christian. Theo Huxtable is his handle. And it says, he said, I didn't see anything else that captured it quite like this. And it's the scene, it's a GIF. So it's a, it's like a short clip that's no audio. And uh, it's the scene from Titanic where Kate Winslet is standing on the ship and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio stands behind her and holds her arms out, puts his arms around her waist, except Kate Winslet's face has been <laughs> replaced by the, by the weeping Kyle Rittenhouse face. And, and and she's being held by the judge of the Rittenhouse case, who's like way too close to him and like about to kiss him. It's it really, really does just perfectly capture what that trial was like. Uh fuck. <laughs> yep. Friend of the show, okay. Patton Oswalt retweeted Al Yankovic, and uh Al Yankovic wrote to everybody that's congratulating me right now on my new Kid Rock parody video, let me clarify. That's not me. 
that's actually Kid Rock. (laughs) 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 This is a sick fucking burn from Weird Al Yankovic, dude. Like from Weird Al to go like, no, 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 no. That guy parodied parodied himself. (laughs) It's a deep cut. Uh, This this is a picture of these lighters, uh, like cigarette lighter, but... They have uh, the nozzle on them is longer, and it's called an Easy Reach by Bix, the ultimate lighter. And no bullshit, it has a picture of Martha Stewart uh, using the lighter to light a candle, and right next to her is a picture of Snoop Dogg just holding the lighter. And it says, Bic Easy Reach, perfect for candles over Martha Stewart, and next to Snoop it just says, and more. <laughs> and this picture is captioned, does marketing get any better? <laughs> what I really love about this is the people who would – who would buy this because of Martha Stewart likely would not understand the connection to Snoop Dogg (laughs) or what Snoop Dogg's using it for. But uh, I think they're actually friends. I mean, they're in a lot of shit together. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. This is a really, this is a great infographic and it's, uh, it's called the paradox of tolerance by philosopher, Karl Popper. Um, I've, I've, I've actually, before I read this, I broke this same problem down into symbolic logic, which impresses exactly no one, but uh, it's really important. So, uh, this is looking at should tolerant should those who adhere to tolerance or want a tolerant society should they also accept intolerant views like Nazis, and so it's these two people, man and woman, and they say it's and they're saying uh, they're together saying no Nazis, and it says should a tolerant society tolerate intolerance, and there's a Nazi right next to them saying you want a more t- you want more tolerance respect my ideas, and then they say the answer is no. It's a paradox, but ultimately tolerance can lead to the extinction of tolerance. When we extend tolerance to those, ooh, that's loud, whoever you are. When we, exten- when we extend tolerance to those who are openly intolerant, the tolerant ones end up being destroyed and tolerance with them. And this is a really, really important idea. If you're going to be tolerant, you cannot be tolerant of the opposite of tolerance. It's like uh, it seems paradoxical, but uh, I think it's a really important uh, thing for the left to learn. And this is, of course, compliments of philosopher Karl Popper. Uh, Animals.hilarious. I will have you know I did follow this page after I saw this. It is a picture of a hamster wearing a cast on his little arm. And it says little hamster broke his arm and they wrapped it. But I I don't know how to say this, but for some reason, putting this hamster in a cast really makes him look like a tiny little person. (laughs) And I fucking love it so much. Uh, Dinos and comics are going to show up a couple of times today. I I really appreciated this. I was thinking about this comic all day. Uh, It's just two panels. On the left is a dinosaur, and he says, I know nothing. And then the next picture is a dinosaur wearing, like, he's graduating. He's wearing the cap, and he's holding a diploma. And it says... I know even less than I thought. Mm. And uh, that's, that's what education does, for sure. It makes you know how much you don't know. Uh, this one I put in here today just for Eric. And it says, if, it's another dinos in comics. And it says, if at first I don't succeed, and it's a dinosaur like painting. And then the next one is just the painting without the dinosaur. And it says, fuck it, it's not worth it. If at first I don't succeed, fuck it, it's not worth it. And then the dinosaur comes back with a garbage can and says, it's no use to me at all. And then the last one is the pick the painting in the garbage can. And it says, if my first try isn't perfect. Now, hang on here, Eric, you'll see how this ties into you. Cause at first it's just like sad and like, it feels way too relevant to my life. <laughs> here's what they, here's what, here's what dinos in comics commented about this. They said out of all our comics, this one speaks to me the most. If it wasn't for James telling me to just post it, we wouldn't be here today. 
So don't listen to your brain. Every time you work on your craft, you're documenting personal progress. Tweak and improve as you go so that even if it's never perfect, it's always going to be a reminder of how far you've come. Fucking be punk rock, kick it out the door. Last one. For, uh, I think this is my last one for this round. Let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yep. <laughs> it's Trash Can Paul. And it's a picture of, I, I don't think this is a purebred anything, but it definitely has some like bulldog in it. It's a picture of a dog's face and the dog's eyes are way too far apart and its teeth are all fucked up. And for that reason, it looks like a British person. <laughs> so this <laughs> Trash Can Paul <laughs> captioned this, Oi, bro, at least I don't have bad health care and school shootings like you stupid Americans. Quite sad, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I like it that this nice. fucking British dog is still burning us. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. For those that are new to the show, we like to call the first round the uh, the wholesome round, although that's really just branding. Uh, <laughs> but I'm going to burn through about uh, oh, 13 or 14 here and uh, see what we got here. You know, in Easter, the uh, in England, the booster shot is spelled Borchester shot. From Pippi Longstocking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like that one a lot. Uh, uh, Conhead at Ev even more, uh, even more, uh, whatever. Even more says actors get paid so much money and they are so rude about press junkets. Like, do you know how hard it is to be in the same room having the same conversations on repeat for weeks? And I'm like, yes, I work retail on minimum wage. <laughs> I thought was pretty good. Okay, uh, next one. Uh, this one is uh, is posted by the Credible Hulk, but uh, it's a reprint of a science post that says there is no secret underground base on Mars. And then it's uh, the author's name is circled, and it says Hugh Man, and uh, it's captioned, <laughs> "Nice try, aliens. <laughs> There's no secret base, Hugh Man." Yeah, all right. So. Uh, this next one just remind you of the fun stuff on Facebook because it is just so stinking toxic. Here's a picture of uh, Mr. Rogers and Coco. Now, most people have heard of Coco, the gorilla who could speak about a thousand words in sign language and understand about 2000 in English. But what most people don't know, however, is Coco was a Fred Rogers fan. She was an avid watcher, and when he went out to film her with her for his show, she not only uh, recognized him, she wrapped her arms around him, she embraced him, and she did what she'd seen him do a hundred times. She took off his shoes. And I, thought, uh, I know. I know. I thought it was great. <laughs> uh, this next one is from two years ago, and we've got a man talking to somebody with a lot of books, maybe a librarian, maybe a bookseller. He says, do you have any books on turtles? She says, hardback. He says, yeah, with little heads. <laughs> Listen, I love this meme format. It just takes stupid fucking jokes and makes them conversations. I seriously dig it. <laughs> I, I never get tired of this one. I'm sorry. I got a lot of book fans in my life. Uh, I don't know. Hub. <laughs> at pun hub yeah <laughs> uh, my next one i'm not quite sure what you call this format it's an eight panel and it is uh phoebe and joey having a talk in uh in friends phoebe says reduce joey says reduce employee employee workloads workloads reduce employee workloads mental health webinar <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I got to tell you what, this uh, I captured this a day or so ago, and way more than 16 people liked it. 
Uh, friend of the show, Larry Smith said the accuracy of this is upsetting yet validating. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. A lot of educators thought that was uh, relevant, strangely enough, and kind of sad. Okay, moving on. Oh, speaking of educators, a lot of folks resonated with this one from four years ago. I posted this graph from the Bastiat Institute. Uh, it is the growth of physicians and administrators, 1970 to 2009. Uh, I was born in 1970, so as far as I can tell, everything's been going downhill since then. But you can see the uh, the physicians is that fraction, that sort of flat line there on the bottom. And then there's this mountain that just grows out of it up to 2009. One of the most uh, interesting takes on this, I believe, was my buddy Aaron Dobbs, who said, are you sure this isn't the higher education graph? And uh, I checked. Same graph. (laughs) This one's for the philosophy majors in the room because there are so many of you. Uh, The philosopher Diogenes was eating bread and lentils for supper. He was seen by the philosopher Aristippus, who lived comfortably by flattering the king. Said Aristippus, if you would learn to be subservient to the king, you would not have to live on lentils. And Diogenes replied, learn to live on lentils and you will not have to be subservient to the king. 370 B.C., and I still like lentils. I just discovered this little Indian place down on Green Street, Signature Grill. They have an excellent spicy lentil soup, and uh, I've never had it before. It's very good. Uh, this next one is uh, printed on a coffee cup, and it says, sorry, but your password must contain at least eight characters, upper and lowercase letter, a symbol or a number, a hieroglyph, a haiku, a musical note, the feather of a hawk, and a drop of unicorn blood. <laughs> <laughs> And boy, is that the truth. Okay, five, four or five more. Uh, quote, you in the red sweater, please help me, said the old lady. Then she said, you, the man who just took off his sweater and threw it in the bushes, please help me. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, by Jack Handy, of course, of Saturday Night Live uh, fame long ago, uh, played by, uh, uh, help me out, boys. Uh, that guy, Phil, Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman. Yes. And uh, sorry to see him go. That man was a genius. Uh, this is uh, the two panel where you've got uh, Kermit the Frog looking left and then looking right. And it says, when you're taking a test and everyone starts using a ruler, but you thought the answer was Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh man, I have taken that test. <laughs> this next one, try Sarah Masu. <laughs> <laughs> It's a lovely plated piece of tiramisu, but it has the head and legs and tail of a Tyrannus Triceratops and uh, Triceramisu. I love this one. It makes me kind of hungry. All right, I got three more left. Uh, Vermin Supreme, friend of the show, uh, says, uh, say what you will about animal intelligence, but at least if you leave birds alone for a few thousand years, they don't invent subprime mortgages. (laughs) And uh, he was retweeting Dan Shaheen. It's Dan Shaheen. But Vermin Supreme comments, is this proof that birds aren't real? And I partially threw that in just for George because he he loves birds aren't real. Okay. Uh, This next one's for my neighbor, Julie, who says, uh, when the moon hits your eye like it's 445, that's November. (laughs) Yeah, I know. All right. One last one and we close out the wholesome round. Move on to round two. Uh, come here, you big, beautiful cup of coffee, and lie to me about how much we're going to get done today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's back to you, Andrew. All right. Um, 
Here we go. Uh, this is a screen screen grab still from the Clifford trailer or the movie, and it's Clifford, the big red dog, on top of two police cars, and it says, Clifford said, fuck the police. <laughs> and I guess that is like a plot point in the movie is that the cops are like, Clifford's too big. Um, <laughs> this is a still from Ned's Declassified where it's uh, Coconut, the character is Coconut Head, and he is uh, in the garbage and someone threw some kind of a slop on him uh mm. and he's looking yeah. menacingly i like that um i thought this was funny it says me yo pass the aux cord friend you better not play trash and then it says me all too well 10 minute version taylor's version from the vault and then it's a guy whipping <laughs> because there was a big taylor switch re-release recently oh you don't have to tell me andrew yeah oh my when you learn two chords on guitar and it's a guy who's got like a bunch of stuff behind him doing like there's tab and then there's chord charts and he goes and it's got the stonks guy face and he says music theory but music theory is m-u-s-i-k theory is t-h-e-e-r-y this is um courage the cowardly dog but he's like drawn like kind of like rambo and he's got a shotgun and it says no cowards um <laughs> I don't know. I don't know this at all. I don't know what this is, but it's a woman on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And then there's a picture of Steve from Blues Clues and it says hashtag cancel nation. And then it says Blues Clues, quote, God is dead, unquote, downer. <laughs> so I don't know what, what's going on here. If the woman is the God is dead downer, women is it, the woman is saying that God is dead. I don't know. I wonder this if this is... is from Jimmy Kimmel. He does this bit on his show where he goes on the Hollywood Walk of Fame and he tells fake like bullshit news to people, and they always pretend like they know because like it's you know he's like hey so do you keep up on the news and they're like yeah and then he makes something up and they're like oh yeah I did hear about that and oh that's funny I kind I kind of wonder if it, it I bet that's what like it is that. yeah this is the Kyle right now is crying and it's on a guy wearing a batman costume and it's a drawer full of piss and it says mom found the piss drawer <laughs> no god <laughs> dear god um <laughs> this is a i couldn't get this in like a less obnoxious format but it's pikachu holding a gun and then it says we can't expect god to do all the work <laughs> and i don't even really remember where i found that but i do like it <laughs> Uh, great round. Great round. All right, here we go. Uh, this is this is from my friend and friend of the show, Medium Mac, on Instagram. And it's a picture of Bugs Bunny in a tuxedo uh, with their hands folded in front of them. And it says, I wish all people happier than me a very pleasant die. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> this is a meme that gets, you know, reformatted over and over. And it's always, uh, I wish all people something than me a very pleasant something but i've never seen one that's this fucking rude <laughs> uh detective drip at i'm kind of funny 901 <laughs> has a picture of a chuck e cheese restaurant except instead of chuck e cheese it says charles entertainment cheese <laughs> <laughs> and detective drip why? says nah why they why they got hit why, why they got his government name up <laughs> <laughs> Fucking perfect tagline. 
his government name. This is a picture. It's just a picture of a bell pepper, but it's kind of turned and really wrinkled weird. And so that the where the stalk goes, it, it really looks like that's like kind of a head. And uh, and then it sort of looks like it's just like hugging itself. And I don't know. Sad. It looks sad and scared. I was going to say that. <laughs> and this is just captioned me too, Pepper. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, this is real. Uh, this is at Slim Jim and they posted, they posted a, okay. What I mean by this is real is the actual Slim Jim account is the one that posted this. Uh, got it. They post this, this headline slender news network. And it's a picture of a convenience store with a mugshot of a man wearing a tank top and he has a beard. And it says, Florida man arrested after one month of eating Slim Jims at gas station for free. Man claimed, quote unquote, corporate sent him as a, quote unquote, regional gym specter. (laughs) (laughs) And Slim Jim tweeted this news and wrote, free him. (laughs) 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 It's a good joke by Slim Jim. Uh, Glow fuck yourself. It's a a great, like, sex toy uh, at like a account that I follow on Instagram. They're fucking hilarious. And they wrote, they put this like Facebook conversation up and it says, anyone need a crib? It's in great condition. Hardly used it. And one of the first commenters says, how many bedrooms? (laughs) 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 And she replies, a baby crib, LOL. And he replies, oh shit, I'm high. (laughs) (laughs) How many bedrooms? Uh, this is a picture of this guy that I think is really funny. Sque- uh, Squeezy for real is his name. And he's on like every platform. And uh, listen, I- I'm not going to read this whole thing. He writes everything in all caps with really strangely placed emojis. And uh, he's a white man. He does not look very bright. He always has his hat cocked to one side. And in this particular picture, he is shirtless, and right below his collarbone, there's a picture of some kind of tattoo, but it, it just looks like a few lines. It's really weird. And he says, I was at a party last night, and they busted out a tattoo gun. I was like, hell yeah, I've been trying to get a sick neck tattoo forever. <laughs> well, I was pretty, mess- I was pretty <laughs> messed up already and passed out, but when I woke up this morning, I was like, what the fuck is this shit? The guy was like, that's your neck tattoo, homie. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he said, <laughs> <laughs> I gave you a neck tattoo. It looks exactly like your neck. <laughs> and, then you, and then it says, I wanted a neck tattoo, not a tattoo of my neck, you fucking idiot. And he's like, it's your fucking fault for not specifying. Now give me $17. <laughs> <laughs> and when you look at the tattoo again, you realize it's just a line to make his neck, another line to make his chin, and then some like red stubble. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's really, stupid. I actually think this man did get this tattoo just for this bit. Uh, this, uh, this is a picture of from Zoot Ghost, and it's a picture of, I don't know, some sort of man-child trying to open a bottle with a bottle opener. And it says, beer was considered a soft drink in Russia until 2011. Beer was considered a soft yeah, drink sure. in Russia until 2011, 10 years ago. And it, then you see that this child opening the bottle is just saying, I need my juice. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have two more. Uh, Patriot takes 
shows uh, Representative Matt Gates, uh, no no friend of the show. <laughs> He's talking on Newsback, Newsmax, and it says Matt Gates wants to hire Kyle Rittenhouse as a congressional intern. Oh. And John John Fugel saying, who has found his stride, says oh, yeah. Matt Gates hopes to pay underage teen for services. Because oh. <laughs> uh, uh, why does Matt Gates look like the damn bad guy from Lazy Town? Oh my God! <laughs> yes, he does. Rod, Roddy Rotten, Johnny. Oh, what is it? Robbie Rotten. Robbie Rotten. Yeah. Uh, some of the us last- wasted some time. <laughs> This is my last meme of this round, and it's from Adler underscore Cooper, and it says, rank your current mental health status on a scale from lid flipped open to I've lost my trash can, and you can see someone just taking a picture of the news, and it says trash can wind meter, lid flipped over, tipped over, in the neighbor's yard, down the street, and I've lost my trash can. <laughs> I'd say I've been living in, I lost my trash can for, uh, yeah, six months or so. Yeah. <laughs> trying to get back to, trying to get back to down the street. That'd be, that'd be a great. Sure. Sure. I would like to remind you that since COVID time has no meaning. So I don't know what you're talking about at all. <laughs> all right, I got an abs. I got an absolute metric butt ton of memes here, including salesman slaps the top of the trash can you can fit the whole American justice system in here. <laughs> What's it going to take for you to drive this baby off the lot? <laughs> so I'm feeling there. Uh, my good friend, uh, friend of the show, Colleen, uh, posts academics be like, oh, my God, I'm so excited to announce that my new article is out. And the article in question will be something like unending violence inescapable exploitation and the immense pain of existence should we all just give up chow lan no posts from stan colbert who looks a lot like uh, stephen colbert at stan cold bear hello we see your account is two dollars and 13 cents overdrawn and we know you live paycheck to paycheck so we went ahead and charged you a 35 dollar eat shit and die fee because fuck you we're the bank <laughs> yep this is a picture of Kyle rittenhouse in the style of ralphie from the simpsons and it says i'm a medic and, they are and he's right holding a rifle yep <laughs> i'm a medic yep yes you are ralphie uh, this is uh, Baby Yoda, you know, Grogu, whatever. And uh, he's apparently in a, uh, an interview and the interviewer says, why do you want to work in customer service? And he says, well, I'm really good at pretending I care and apologizing about things that aren't my fault. Courtesy of the library think tank, which uh, gives me a lot of my good memes. Uh, this is from a friend of the show, Harmony Reed, uh, posting, reposting from hot dogs with threatening auras. This lady gave me her food order. I repeated it back and told her that comes to $6.66. She said, oh, no, I don't like that total. Better throw in a corn dog. Surely this woman is an inspiration. She's out here fighting off the powers of Satan with a corn dog as her only weapon of choice. <laughs> awesome. I love it. Gotta love it, man. Uh, this is also from friend of the show, Harmony Reads, picture of a girl uh, lying down and she's sort of given the side eye. It says me laying in bed at 3 a.m. when I realized I should have said something else in an argument I had in 2011. <laughs> 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 uh, 
I know, relatable content, as we call it. Right there. Uh, this is from uh, Futuristic Cartoons, Futurism, and they're really not normally funny, but I like this one. It's a barren wasteland with a young boy approaching a young girl, and he says, all the flowers went extinct, so I, pictured, I picked you this heat-tolerant superweed. Mm. By the way, heat-tolerant superweed, new band name, boys? Okay. So <laughs> it Sounds like it's already a band, some fucking prog it's rock. Yeah, I Googled it and .com is a porn site, but you knew that. So <laughs> this next one is my new favorite genre of headlines that are just funny. Foreign Affairs magazine has a headline and, and, and it's I'm just going to read you the setup. China, zero drone strikes. United States, over 14,000 drone strikes. U.S. media, foreign affairs. China has made drone warfare global. <laughs> like, ah! Sometimes I want to tell them how to do their jobs. Uh, this one uh, is a response to MIT Technology Review, who's posting, the problem is that solar panels generate lots of electricity in the middle of sunny days, frequently more than what's required, driving down prices, sometimes even into negative territory. And the responder, uh, <laughs> Emperor Kennedy, says, only capitalism could make infinite electricity a problem. <laughs> yeah. It's like when I started with MIT Review, you're like, oh, it's going to be something smart. No, not at all. Uh, this next one is a, a repost from Aria Virgil, who says, oh, why do people in this foreign country live 15 years longer than us? Maybe it's all the olives, fish, rice, nuts, etc. that they eat. It's because going to a doctor there costs like $6. That's it. Mystery solved. Turns out people live longer if their 70th birthday isn't locked behind a paywall. Ooh, that's a fucking badass line. Yeah, and the reply back is 70th birthday isn't locked behind a paywall is the best phrasing I've ever heard. And yes, yeah. like and agree wholeheartedly. Hey, speaking of American healthcare, remember, in the USA, it is proper etiquette to ask if the person would prefer dying before you call an ambulance. <laughs> Ambulances are expensive. <laughs> From friend of the show, Craig Smith. And uh, yeah, pretty good. A lot of stuff on that. I don't know if it's uh, the uh, the social spending bill that, that uh, is being negotiated to nothing that includes dental and uh, and optical in coverage for Medicare or what, but uh, a lot of people posting a lot of things like this, including Meg Slay, friend of the show, who reposts Swizz Keats, who says, capitalism breeds innovation. Yeah, for sure, bro. I love having 27 brands of hot sauce and no teeth. <laughs> you can picture that one, can't you? You can see it. <laughs> All right, I got about six more to go here. I'll go real fast. Uh, friend of the show, Craig Smith, again, body, so tired, anxiety, we have so much to do, depression, let's just sleep forever, insomnia, <laughs> good luck, pain, kicks in the door, what's up, guys? <laughs> uh, that one, uh, that one goes around a lot, and it gets a lot of resonance, uh, there's a lot of folks, I don't know if they're liking the the tired or the anxiety or the depression or the insomnia or the pain or just all of it. But uh, 21st century sucks. <laughs> uh, this yeah. one is uh, also from uh, Chow Lan No uh, from uh, Neurodivergent Rebel. It says, I used to have a boss who said, don't come to me with problems that don't have solutions. 
And this created a culture where nobody was willing to come up and admit when they saw a problem because they didn't know the solution. So problems went unspoken and it destroyed the culture. And I was like, wow, that is a really terrible way to manage. <laughs> By the way, do you guys know who Ignaz Semmelweis was? <laughs> Anyone? Ignaz Semmelweis? Yeah, genius guy. Dude started collecting data a long time ago, figured out that the doctors that washed their hands, their uh, their patients didn't die after surgery. Uh, but this was before uh, they'd come up with germ theory, before uh, you know anyone had come up with pasteurization. And because he had no hypothesis for how to solve it, he just had data showing a very strong correlation. Uh, nobody listened to him. And the fun part about Semmelweis is that the medical community was so angry at him for saying that doctors cause disease that they had him locked in an insanatorium and they paid the guards extra to beat the shit out of him. And he died there a few days later. So remember, if you come up with a hypothesis, you better damn well have a model and you better damn well have, have a solution or you might just get locked in an insanatorium and beaten to death by doctors. I didn't come out quite right, but you get the gist. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm all about just collecting data and seeing patterns and pointing out problems, even when I don't have solutions. And I encourage you, you all. Heard it, you, you heard it first on Facebook for the blind. Ladies and gentlemen, do not trust your doctor. Do not. Do not. They want to lock you in an insanatorium <laughs> for washing your hands. All right. Getting on to more of the stuff here. Classical painting of three ladies playing cards. And uh, the one woman says, do you have any fucks? And her opponent says, go fish. <laughs> Again, <laughs> a lot of resonance, a lot of resonance with that. Uh, hey, if you're wondering, like, why everything is so screwed up, it's uh, always recommended that you should follow the money. So I did a little bit of that this week. And uh, this is a fun one from Correcting the Record with Guillotines. Uh, BlackRock not only owns all the houses, driving up prices and rents and making it so you can't own anything, but they also have controlling shares in every bank, every media and social media company, including Facebook, just about every industry. $9 trillion in asset under control. And that is more than the GDP of all but two countries. And uh, this is uh, two headlines here from tech startups says uh, meet BlackRock, the company that owns the world and the fourth branch of government with $9 trillion in asset under management. And from the Defender, who owns big pharma and big media? You'll never guess. So if you're wondering why media screw up, why uh, farm farms screwed up, why the U.S. government is screwed up, might be that fourth branch of the government that's worth more than the GDP of all the two countries that you've never heard talked about in the media that they own. So that was fun. Uh, oh, hey, there's more. Uh, this is uh, the CEO of uh, BlackRock. By the way, his name is Fink. So CEO Fink says, Americans may need to work longer, take investment risk to afford retirement, says the BlackRock CEO, Fink. And correcting the record with guillotine says this dude is on the menu. <laughs> so, Jesus. Fink. Yeah, yeah. Remember these names, Fink and BlackRock. And then when you watch the news, notice how you never hear them. Uh, here's a fun one from Alex Stapp. He says, you can fix your labor shortage with this one trick, one weird trick. From Business Insider, a Florida restaurant chain says boosting pay and offering better benefits helped end its labor shortage. <laughs> Fix <laughs> your labor shortage with this one weird trick. 
there is quite a bit going on with the great resignation in the United States. A lot of people quitting, a lot of people rage quitting. And uh, this one was from Rainy Mola, who says, searches for how to send a resignation email rose 3,450% on Google in just the last three months. Uh, Vermin Supreme posted this one and said, beautiful. And uh, this was great. And one of my friends had to comment about how you know, uh, it's you know, it's best to tell them in public right in the face. And uh, Michael says that airline steward going down the emergency slide was a pretty awesome public way to quit, quit, which I had to immediately find <laughs> out what's he talking about. <laughs> An immediate Google found uh, these lovely stories. Uh, Kennedy International Airport, Stephen Slater, a veteran flight attendant, announced over the plane's public address system he had been abused by a passenger and he was quitting his job. He then grabbed two beers and exited the plane by deploying the evacuation slide <laughs> and sliding down. <laughs> Which, I, oh, shit. It's a high bar. It is a high bar. That was 2017. I don't think anybody's. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. Oh, uh, no, yeah, 2010. 2010. And gentlemen, I challenge you to find a better rage quit than that, because that's gold right there. All right. This is my final Fucking one. Awesome. <laughs> this is my final one. Uh, and uh, I, I do like to close with animal stories, if possible. This is a post from uh, the Credible Hulk called Everything You Need to Know About Badgers. And this is from Britain. So I'm going to read it in a Cockney accent. Most badgers won't respond to the name Linda. A group of badges is called a bloody hell. How did all these badges get into a petrol station? Badges live in the woods because they can't pay rent as they refuse to work proper jobs. And fourth, if you get attacked by a badger, the first thing you should do is question how you got yourself into this ridiculous situation. <laughs> all apropos. Badgers, who knew? Very important. We're getting a lot of nod. Like, what the hell is this show? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Last round. Last round before our uh, post with the most. Indeed. All right. <clears throat> so it wouldn't be an episode if I didn't have one of these. So is it a it's a uh, <laughs> anime and it says, I have a dream. And then um, the bottom panel is three uh, kind of sexy looking anime women with big boobs. And it says all male, <laughs> all male harem. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is uh, like a skeleton with a gun. Yeah. That's like a kind of like a conservative looking type meme where it says, I don't care if it smells. I'll wipe when I feel like it. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, You're this probably is capturing like three, the masculinity of the right. <laughs> yeah. This is like three guys in metal shirts, and it says, why music theory is actually useless. But this is originally three little kids sitting around talking about Fortnite, that, and people are always recycling the same. Very funny. This is... Uh, <laughs> Another three-panel anime one where it's like, uh, sorry, sex is cool and all, but there are things way better than sex. And then the girl goes, like what? And this guy goes, praising our Lord, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is from Animal Crossing. And it says, uh, it's like the girl is talking to a cow and the cow says, I would adore my own sad cafe. 
filled with sad art. And then it's a picture of a cow staring into the ocean, just like <laughs> morbidly. Hey, it's me, every JRPG final boss. It's like a trippy background with like a crab looking type thing that also has wings. And says, I'm simultaneously your dad and also God and maybe like a corrupt king or some like alien that's also some abstract physical concept of evil. Now kill me. (laughs) (laughs) Which is good if you've ever played Final Fantasy. (laughs) Impossible. These are two guys um, looking full of swag. They're dressed pretty dope. One of them's got thumbs down. The other one's got like a rock sign and it's like a little pride and it says, we may be low income, but we'll never be low income. And then it has a hundred yeah. emoji, oh. emoji prayer hands. Dear God. Um, this is a picture of Adam, who's a host of the podcast Come Town. And it says Radiohead makes music for fellas who look like this. And he's like a guy, uh. uh, kind of like me with the middle part in his hair. Uh. Uh, this is another anime one where it's like, uh, they're shoveling and it's like, I got to pee. And then the other person says, I want to drink something warm. And the, the panel underneath that goes, looks like we both have something to gain here. Ah. Oh, God. <laughs> this is a hat. It just says, I love Catholic pussy. Um, I thought that was really funny. How, how does this turn out to be your feed? I mean, like... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's all. I have a post of the most that I'll do in the last round. All right. Post with the most. Save it. I, I, uh, I had my posts were so uh, unliked this week that yeah. I had a, I have a post with the least for this week. I don't have a post with the wow. most. Yeah. Uh, somebody help me. What's this guy's name? He's not a comedian. He's a puppeteer. Oh, Jeff Dunham. Dunham. Jeff Dunham. And he's holding a puppet that the, head has been superimposed with a Socrates statue head and uh, the puppet master is labeled Plato. Jeff Dunham is labeled Plato and the puppet says hi kids I'm Socrates believe believe everything Plato says (laughs) and for anybody who reads philosophy um, you know Socrates didn't actually write anything. Plato just says Socrates said all this shit and it does start to really feel like it's all Plato. Uh, Salad Days has this great picture. I mean, this is a young David Bowie next to a youngish Iggy Pop who is wearing, uh, they're both wearing clothes and Iggy Pop is wearing like a dress shirt and kind of a jacket over it, although he does have cigarettes tucked into the front pocket. And it's captioned, Iggy Pop, the only person who looks absolutely ridiculous with clothes on. <laughs> I don't know how this was going, but it felt really true. Oh, that is true, because uh, he's always shirtless, yeah. <laughs> he's always shirtless, yeah. Jess, Jesse McLaren at MC Jess, Jesse says, field trips are wasted on kids. Imagine getting a whole ass day off work and getting to learn about an old water, how, about how an old water mill works. And <laughs> When I first read this, I was like, ha, 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 yeah, whatever. And then I actually thought about it. Like, if I had just a whole day off and then, like, like an hour tour of a place and they talked about how fucking water mills work and shit, like, that would be dope. <laughs> like, I, did, I did not love that as a kid, but I would absolutely go to that tour. That's not oh, yeah. interesting as fuck. Totally. <laughs> okay. Uh, this, we're going to go back in time a little bit. This, this is, uh, I, I'll give you the guy's handle. Oh, yeah, here it is. Jamal Hinton 12. Uh, he went viral a few years ago, 
and he, he got this random text message and it says thanksgiving dinner is oh, at yeah. my house on november 24th at three o'clock let me know if you're coming hope to see you all and of course that includes amanda and justin it's a group text and he doesn't know who this is so he wrote who is those <laughs> and, and this person says your grandma and he says grandma can i have a picture and she says of who and he says you laugh out loud and then there's a picture of just a nice white woman with blondish hair and she's got glasses on and then he posts a picture of himself and he's like looks to be like 19 or 20 a young black man and he just wrote you not my grandma <laughs> <laughs> and then he says can i still get a plate though and she says of course you can that's what grandmas do feed everyone and then they went they went viral because uh they he went over there and had thanksgiving with them uh and I thought it was really sweet because he posted how it started, how, how it's going uh, just a few days ago. And he posted those pictures of those original tweets, or those original, you know, how they met. And then he posted this picture. It's him and his girlfriend and Linda. I think her name's Linda. Was her name Linda? Oh, just grandma and grandma. And uh, she's holding a picture of, of her husband who died in 2020. And then uh, this year he wrote, we're all set for year six. And he's posted like the original photo of when he went over there for that first plate at Thanksgiving. And then he posted their conversation this year, her saying like, Hey, here's the time for Thanksgiving. He says, perfect. We'll see you then. It's really cute, man. Like awesome. I kind of wonder if they would have actually become close if it hadn't have gone so viral six years ago, but uh, it's still, it doesn't matter. It's still really, really sweet that they're getting together every Thanksgiving. Uh, this is from another one from Glow Fuck Yourself, and it's a sign, and it says, I may not be much to look at, but I fuck like the government. Oh, God. <laughs> and my last post before my post with the most is another John Fugel saying. He's subtweeting Jacob Wool, who says, I firmly believe that every Jew in America, listen to what this asshole said. I firmly believe that every Jew in America should decorate their home with Christmas lights. It's called assimilation. America is a Christian country. Now, there is so much wrong with what he said there. But John Fugel saying, who I'm telling you, has found his stride. Friend of the oh, yeah. show, he says, Jacob Wool also believes that noted Jew Jesus Christ should have decorated his cross with Christmas lights. Oh, God. And what I love about this is people do not think of Jesus as a Jew. Uh, and that says a lot about Western Christianity, but it is so, so, so good. Noted Jew, Jesus Christ. Right. <laughs> God, that's fucking perfect. Incredible. I love that guy. That is incredible. Oh, oh, I'm still loading. I'm still loading. I'm buffering. I'm buffering. Buffering. Still, I'm still buffering. Audibly buffering. I'm audibly buffering. By the way, did you see that I included your intro on a show a little while ago? It's like no, you're just like just like I can hear oh, yeah. you. I can hear you I, getting old. Yeah. I can hear you getting older, and then you're like, "Welcome to the show, right? It's the time of the week." That's uh, <laughs> terrible. All right, <clears throat> going into our final round, and then our final uh, post with the most. Uh, so here we go. Uh, closing it out. Let's see here. 
Oh, I hope that doesn't. I hope that doesn't show the way I think it's going to show. No, no. Here we go. Well, because I got so many folks on here. This is from Literary Jokes and Puns, or GTFO. Um, this is uh, sayings of a Jewish Buddha. Uh, if there is no self, whose arthritis is this? I like that quite a bit. Uh, there is no escaping karma in a previous life. You never called. You never wrote. You never visited. And whose fault was that? <laughs> There's a whole lot of them here. I'm not going to read all of them, but I think it's awesome, man. Breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. Forget this and attaining enlightenment will be one of the least of your problems. <laughs> and uh, let's see here. Oh, what do I want to say here? Oh, God, there was a really good one. I should have circled it. Ah, oh, well, whatever. Uh, wherever you go, there you are. Your luggage is another story. Anyway, there's a whole bunch, but I saw Barry on here and I was like, oh, I got to do something Jewish. And then, Andrew, yeah, yeah, you know, and then of course, you know, and Andrew's on here. So here's something. Wait, nope, here's nope. That's not it either. Ah, oh, now I've lost it. I ah, forget it. Doesn't matter. Just going to do all Kyle jokes from now on. Maybe this is from my friend Denatra. She says, I don't know who needs to hear this, but whatever you're going through, it's your fault. <laughs> it's a handy one. And uh, it comes in handy. I got that one in a folder for rapid use. Quick drop. All right. We're going to do a whole bunch of Kyle because fucking Kyle. Uh, so this one that I posted uh, on our Facebook page, and if you like our memes, you can request them and we will post them on our FB for TV uh, weekly meme cast page. But this is a picture that comes from, uh, oh God, what's the uh, blue steel Ben Stiller movie? Uh, Zoolander. Zoolander. And uh, it's Kyle's face superimposed over him, looking closely at the model of the museum, and it says, or the uh, thing, it says, the Kyle Rittenhouse Center for Kids Who Can't Cry Good and Who Want to Learn to Do Other Stuff Good Too, which, which I like. <laughs> Even though I can't name Zoolander, I still think that's a funny meme. Here we go with the Covington creep, that kid that was hassling the Native American in uh, in uh, D.C. says, I got two hundred and fifty million dollars from the media for a defamation lawsuit. And there's a picture of Kyle saying, hold my beer. And uh, I think I think I'm really worried. I'm thinking I'm really worried. I can't wait to see next year. Next year, we're going to revisit this topic and we're going to be talking about how much money the NRA and CPAC and Fox News and OAN and all these other guys have paid him to be a, I don't know, commentator or yeah. spokes model or God knows what. By the way, too, I mean, I want to this 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 little boy killed people yeah. like. He, yeah. he actually crossed state lines with an, a semi-automatic rifle and he shot people dead. And the only like uh, Michael Harriet, he said all of that like skirmish that Rittenhouse that made Rittenhouse afraid. The only victims that night at all were the people Kyle Rittenhouse wounded or killed. Yeah. You want to know another That's weird it. one? No, not just besides that. Not just victims. But uh, in terms of property damage, I also found out that there was no property damage that night. So anytime you hear the news media talking about rioters or the judge and the jury framing it as rioters, not that night, because there were no riots and there was no rampaging and there was no looting. So all those terms are completely inaccurate. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm getting yep. all semantic because, you know, I'm a left winger. And for whatever reason, we think the truth matters. I don't know why. I keep trying to get over it. OK, moving on. Uh, this one, it always cracks me up when the left is referred to as radical, like the left is running around carrying assault rifles, denying science and discussing not accepting the results of an election. <laughs> it's like, yeah, 
you know, get it right. I'm a radical because I want health care for all. That's what I want. <laughs> um, oh, and speak. Oh, I lost it. I, I'm gonna, we're just going to get through it. Uh, this is pretty much my favorite one that I posted. A lot of resonance. Uh, just a meter with a whole bunch of dots on it. How surprised I am. One. How disgusted I am. All the dots. Because that's all it really was. You know what I mean? And I was so looking forward mm -hmm. to this show because this is the only chance I'm going to get to laugh at this stuff because I'm mostly just mad. And uh, for those of you who tuned in earlier to the show, I played an entire playlist that was all fucking Kyle Potato Face themed, uh, including a Twisted Sister tribute song from the Step Kings, You're Gonna Burn in Hell. I like And Dead Kennedy's Nazi Punks Fuck Off, which I particularly enjoyed. Thank you. By that. request, because it was in a meme you used last week. And anytime we talk yeah. about a song, I play it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, you know, I really don't know what to say about this, except that uh, violent threats against government uh, people are at an all-time high. Last I checked, it was 800 credible threats. Uh, and the reason why is because all of these people like Gosar and Bannon and Kyle are out there stirring things up. Uh, last month at a conservative rally in Western Idaho, a young man stepped up to a microphone to ask when he could start killing Democrats. He said, when do we get to use the guns as the audience applauded? How many elections are they going to steal before we kill these people? The local state representative, a Republican, later called it a fair question. Jesus. <clears throat> Yeah, if you'd like to Google this, this is actually called stochastic terrorism. I don't know if you're familiar with that phrase, but stochastic terrorism is when people behind bully pulpits or with a microphone amplify a message that statistically they know will end up getting someone killed. Like when Marjorie mm -hmm. Taylor Greene uh, decided to post the phone numbers of the Republicans that voted against infrastructure, she wasn't doing exact terrorism. She was doing stochastic terrorism, which is always good when you need that layer of plausible deniability. And you can say it was just a joke. OK, moving on. Uh, Kyle. Uh, Lisa Curry tweets, if anyone's feeling threatened by Kyle Rittenhouse, now's a good time to defend yourself. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I had to kind of, I feel threatened. I do. I feel threatened. <laughs> feeling, feeling very threatened, you know. And luckily, I'm pretty sure I can go to another state and if I feel threatened, shoot somebody and get away with it. Uh, there's a picture of Kyle not crying well at all. Again, with cheeks drier than Ben Shapiro's wife's pussy. And uh, it's a two panel of him <laughs> with a split screen down at the bottom of the uh, crying boys from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And they're saying, God, did you have to answer questions about the people you murdered? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, already did that one. Okay. Uh, thinking about how the innocent children referred to as the Central Park Five were all younger than Kyle Rittenhouse when they took the stand, how their cries meant absolutely nothing. We don't normally practice yeah. what about is on this show, but what about that? <laughs> Kyle. John Pavlovitz, and I only included this because he has written it in all sentence case with capitals on every first word, the first letter of every word, and he has a period in between them, which I'm going to simulate with a clap and see how it works out. If you don't have your mommy drop you off 
at a volatile area with a high-powered weapon and run through the streets like Rambo, then you won't need to defend yourself from anyone. That really didn't work out too well. We're not doing that again, but I tried. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It's just fucking John Pavlovitz and I kind of argue about some things, but this fucking guy he hit this on the head. Like, he could just stay in Illinois. <laughs> Would have cost him nothing. I'm sorry, but uh, I just keep thinking to myself two things. One, if I had asked my mother to drive me to another state to play with live ammunition in the streets. Well, first off, I would have never been stupid enough to ask my mother to help me with that. <laughs> but the fact that his mom was like, yeah, let's do it. It'll be a bonding experience. I mean, no, ah. my mom wouldn't my mom wouldn't drive me from Kankakee to Indiana Beach. Right. To go to Indiana Beach, like let alone to fucking kill people. Right. Like you wouldn't even let me go swimming. Like she wouldn't driving me across state lines. Shit, she had a job. Yeah, and I mean, my man Jeremy is commenting. You know, back in the day, we didn't have to tell anybody this stuff or post a sign. But really, whose mother needs instruction at this level? I don't. Sorry, I don't want to be a mommy shamer here, but damn. All right, this one's just to trigger Andrew. It's a uh, Catholic crunch, Captain Crunch in a Pope's hat. Okay. <laughs> Goes great with the blood of Christ. Jesus Christ, no. they good. <laughs> I am against this. I, I, I need to speak against this. You Six weeks in a row. Triggering no, no, date. I think this Triggering might be the money. only thing I've ever seen that I feel like is blasphemy. This this is actual this is actual blasphemy, and I want you to know I'm actually against it. I, I for all of you listeners out there, Eric has actually crossed the line with me. <laughs> this is bad. This sucks. <laughs> this is normally just me putting a funny over on Michael and triggering him, which amuses me. But this time we may actually have to fucking talk about this. Jesus. <laughs> this is going to be a late night message for me. Like, <clears throat> hey, I sobered up a little bit and I'm kind of bad. <laughs> no, no, we're cold. <laughs> this is the first time cold, I'm seeing a communion know, wafer. You, you did it. You did it. It was the communion wafer was too far for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the it's Venn it's diagram it's on what pisses you off looks like an abstract painting. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a fucking Jackson Pollock for sure. <laughs> It's beyond cubism on acid. My God. All right. Down to the last three here. Um, this is a good one from Meg Slay, friend of the show. Uh, why are we forcing a single pay payer military plan on everyone? There should be a basic military that covers you. And if you want to bomb another country on top of that, you pay for it yourself. It's about choice. I like that one. I like it. Yeah. All right. Two more here real quick. Uh, YS at NY in LA 2121 says, man, it must be so hard to come to this country and learn English. For example, there's a silent K in the word night, four silent K's in the word knickknack, and three silent K's in the word Republican. <laughs> well done. <laughs> All right. And for my, uh, nope, that's my post with the most. So I'm going to stop and we're going to come back with the post with the most. And that is the final, final, final round. All right, Andrew, post with so the So this is going to require some setup. So first, I don't know if everyone saw this headline, but um, yeah. Joe Rogan claims he could perform oral sex on himself, quote, if I wanted to. It's and called I'm doing gonna, your own research. 
The subheadline is the podcaster was quick to point out he hasn't actually tried to do it. Um, so then this is what hmm. he wanted to talk to Neil deGrasse Tyson about. He said that to Neil deGrasse Tyson. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? So anyway, um, hold on, I gotta scroll down here. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say I don't believe he didn't try it. I'm just gonna say it. Hold on. So anyway, they, I know for a fact I can't. <laughs> as a as a joke, somebody in the past has added me to true fans of the Joe Rogan Experience podcast. No trolls or shit posts. So then I submitted for their posting approval. Do you really think Joe can suck his own hog? And then I was like kind of forgot about it but then i the post got approved <laughs> and it got it got 41 comments oh my uh, god in this facebook group and it's pretty funny there are a lot of people who are like they're like it's really funny someone was like why do you care <laughs> and they're like this is kind of gay and i'm like i <laughs> it's hilarious to me did this one is my favorite he goes you do know what you imply by even asking this question lmao and it's like no i don't know i don't know what i'm implying to this person no what are you implying that doesn't make any sense at all i truly don't understand (laughs) but i love that i thought that was really fun so that's my post all right here we go my post with the dead fucking last is uh, I posted this. This is an actual scientific journal. I posted this article on Facebook. It got zero reactions and zero oh. comments. Oh, and it's plant-based diets, pescatarian diets, and COVID nineteen severity. A population-based case control study in six countries. Listen, this is actual research, peer-reviewed, and posted in. A, an established scientific journal. Yep. The results are incredible. I, I mean, the results of this are absolutely incredible. So uh, I'll just read them to you quickly. After adjusting for important confounders, participants who reported following plant-based diets and plant-based diets or pescatarian diets had 73% lower odds of moderate to severe COVID-19 severity, respectively, compared with participants who did not follow these diets. They break it down even further from there. Um, essentially, if you're uh, vegan, then your odds of having uh, COVID severity are like way lower. I think it was in the like, let me see. Let me see if it says it here. Yeah, I think it was in the 90s. I, I, I don't want to waste too much time on it. Um, by contrast, those who followed a low carb, high protein diet, like a keto diet, they had greater odds of moderate to severe COVID-19. Wow. So it's, it's not just that like, it's not just, at first I, I was kind of curious about this to see if it was like, uh, is this actually class have to do with class because, you know, um, is, it, are we re- is what we're really looking at here, poverty, but it doesn't seem to be the case. So uh, the reason that I thought it was funny is because this really does tell you something about Facebook. If you post a shitty meme with false information, like right. it, it'll get all kinds, all kinds of traffic. But when I tried to post something that I think is, actually really fascinating in the middle of a pandemic to see that like a vegan diet or a pescatarian diet is actually one of the best things you can do for yourself. Um, that no, absolutely no, nobody gives a fuck. Sure. <laughs> they don't even want to read well, what it has to say at all. To be a, com- completely accurate. I read it. I read what you posted. 
<laughs> and you just didn't like it. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I didn't. This is the other thing. Yeah. Nobody wants to go vegan. It'll save your life from COVID. It'll save the fucking planet. And, and it'll free you from capitalism, man. Anarchy is just having a garden. And, and no, everybody's I, like, no, nah, fuck it. Give me the boot. Give me the boot. I'll take the boot and the chain. Just give me the, just as long as it's served up with a fucking McDonald's cheeseburger. <laughs> Dude, I love, I love all of the benefits of veganism. I just hate vegans. <laughs> 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 me too. Nobody hates me more than me. Yeah, oh, my God. That. Seriously. <laughs> my friend is like my friend said to me she said she said i feel like you're angry i became vegan and i said i just would have preferred it if you would have gotten into crossfit or amway yeah. <laughs> or been level marketing <laughs> slightly less annoying that's what i'm saying you know couldn't you have joined a cult fuck yeah scientology <laughs> come on exactly all right. All right, Eric, wrap it up, man. Post we are wrapping we, we are wrapping this thing up. My post with the most, and I was so proud of it, from Bill Stamos. I jumped the fence into the polar bear enclosure at the zoo and then had to kill all the polar bears in self-defense. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, one of my right one of my right winger friends who apparently is in the tribe of, you know, uh, kids with guns and uh, murderers. He said, uh, well, the difference is, man, that there's there you're not allowed in the polar bear enclosure. And I said, what does curfew mean? And that's it. That yep. was my post with the most. Not as funny as I hoped, but I still thought it was a good show. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to stop the recording and have a bit of an after party. You guys can hang out and chat. But that was an episode of Facebook for the Blind for November 22nd, 2021. Thank you all very much. <laughs> Great show, everybody. That was a really good show. Thanks for listening to an episode of Facebook for the Blind. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. <laughs> Um...